Hello everybody, how are you? I'm very well, very well. Today we went up to see um, Herb's parents, so the boys are the grandparents, which we haven't seen. Um, we, haven't, we haven't seen them since the beginning, before the beginning of the lockdown. Um, and they live up, they live in, in Surrey, is that right? I don't know. They live in a place called Ardley. Um, and it's really beautiful, really, really lovely farms. Um, and, you know, um, you know, proper, proper farms, proper, proper, um, when you look out, it's right next to a farm, so you can, when you go out, you can hear the, the like, the lambs going, um, and, you know, you go out for walks, and you've got, you have to wear your Wellington boots and stuff like that, so it's proper, you know, countryside, lovely, really lovely, and they've, you know they're really lucky so they've got a really nice garden and in their garden they've got this great old plum tree you know just gorgeous and they um just before the lockdown they got a new puppy dog because their lovely gorgeous old dog um brock um unfortunately died so they got a new dog called i mean there was, a, you know, obviously a bit of um, a mourning period, but then they got Rufus, who is so Brock, which is like nice chilled out, like surfer dude type, whereas um, Rufus is a bit more kind of mental skater dude. He's a bit more come on type of thing and running around. Um, it was the first time that we've met him um and so he was a bit sort of kind of like shouty when we first met him he was a bit like who are you you know um which because um my boys we don't have a dog um i was bought brought up with dogs so i'm perfectly fine but the you know the boys don't aren't around them so they were a bit, oh, but you know, they, they, within about 10 minutes, they were perfectly fine. So the boys were just like running around with this Dachshund, 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 whatever they're called, such dog, um, and running around with each other and stuff. Um, and they just, you know, they just fell in love with each other. It was wonderful. And then there's my daughter who's, mission it is always to make the dogs love her she like literally she looks into their eyes and it's like it's like a, it's a you will love me you will love me always and fortunately this dog did end up on her lap giving her lovely kisses which is very nice especially because I think that that dog is still eating a bit of poo off the floor so that makes me laugh um but he did love her so that's very good um because <laughs> bless her there are some dogs um like so there's um this great dog um so my 
uh, sister-in-law, um, uh, um, Herbie's brother, one of his brothers, um, he's got a little dog called Minnie, and she's a nutter, but she just, she's not particularly bothered by Sid at all, much to Sid's disgust. Um, yeah, she could she could take or leave Sid, and so Sid's constantly going, Minnie, come to me, come to me, and like really is just like, nah, I'm not gonna bother, thanks, cheers. So yeah, it's quite funny. Whereas Reuben, who's a bit of a um, animal whisperer, will just go like walk along, and Minnie will just like walk after him. It's really funny, really funny. Anyway, so it was lovely to go and see. Um, grandma and grandpa and go and see them um, and yeah there seems to be something going on there are lots of uh, lots of police or ambulances but then it's um, Saturday isn't it that's why there you go um, I'm not used to it you see I'm not used to it being a Saturday, pubs are open. I'm not used to that kind of thing. I've got to get got to get used to reality. Come on, come on, come on, come on. Right. Anyway, so hope you're okay. It's better weather. Wasn't you know full on weather. Come on, weather. Get back to normal. But it was okay. Hang on. <coughs> but yeah, it was okay. It was all right. We are. I don't have my glasses, so I will just. Um, I could find them probably, but I'm not going to reach around, it's fine. We are at 105. So let's have a look at this. Yesterday was quite nice. Um, the sonnet was quite nice, wasn't it? Um, let me remind myself. What was the sonnet about? Uh... Yesterday, I quite dug it yesterday, didn't I? Um, to me, my friend, fair friend, you can never be old. Oh, that's right, because of the, you know, it, it told us about the amount of time that they'd actually been together, if you remember, three summers, that kind of thing. Remember? I remember now. So, let's have a look at today's one which is Sonnet um, 105. Now, come on you, not wanting to go up. Come on, let's go up. Let's go up. So, why doesn't it want to move? Come on, let's go, 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 go. We're moving up. Let's go up. So, the first so irritating. It's, it's, got, it's giving me a circle of death. What is wrong with you? Oh, why am I so rubbish? Oh, it's right. It's going to work now. It's because I moved over. That's why. Oh, here we go. I was pressing the wrong button. I'm just rubbish. Okay, so... 105. <coughs> oh. Okay. Let not my love be called idolatry, nor my beloved 
as an idol show. Since all alike my songs and praises be to one of one, still such and ever so. Kind is my love today, tomorrow kind, still constant in a wondrous excellence. Therefore, my verse to constancy confined. One thing expressing leaves out difference. Fair, kind, and true is all my argument. Fair, kind, and true, varying to other words. And in this change is my invention spent. Three themes in one, which wondrous scope affords. Fair, kind, and true have often lived alone, which three till now never kept seat in one. Okay, so let's look at this. So first of all, I think he's sort of responding to some sort of charge of the fact that he's a bit over the top of his praise of the fair youth, I think. Let not my love be called idolatry, nor my beloved as an idol show. Since all alike my songs and praises be to one of one, still such and ever so. Let no one call my love idolatry, or say that I treat my beloved as an idol, since all of my poems and praises have been addressed to one person and are about one person and always will be. So idolatry is a, is is about praising something as a false um, as a false um, worship really um, it's yeah so uh, you could get into a lot of trouble for idolatry um you you know idolatry um, um i'm just going to look it up for for us um um yeah idolatry for the extreme admiration love or reverence for something or someone the worship of idols um so it, the worship of idols in the bible was um that there were these people and they worshipped this golden calf um and that and not god 
um, and then they got into masses of trouble. I can't. I think God was shouty. Don't quote me on that. But yes. But then there is also, you know, extreme adoration, love or reverence or something for someone. Okay. Um, but yeah. Um, but, it, you know, it's saying that the speaker echoes love language traditionally used by Christians to describe um, God. So whilst he's saying that he's not um, using idolatry, actually he is using that, that exact language um, traditionally used by Christians to describe God. So it's... Um, he is Shakespeare is on very thin ground at the moment I'll explain that why in a minute why so let not uh, let no one call my love idolatry or say that I treat my love my beloved as an idol since all of my poems and praises have been addressed to one person are about one person and will always be. Kind is my love today, tomorrow kind, still constant in a wondrous excellence. My love is kind today, will be kind tomorrow, always constant in wondrous excellence. Excellence. So, you know, um, despite the fact that we've we've heard from um, sonnets before that this isn't the case but you know of you know like I said before I think in a couple of days ago he's the fair youth is back on this pedestal so um, the fair youth is being now described as constantly kind um, therefore my verse to constantly confined constancy confined one thing expressing leaves out difference therefore since my poetry is confined to a subject that's always the same it always expresses the same thing never including anything different so you can't expect me to change because um my fair youth, the person that I talk about, the person that all my poems are about, never changes. He is always kind. Fair, kind and true is all my argument. Fair, kind and true, varying to other words. The subject of my poems is the beautiful, kind and faithful. Um... I write about the beautiful, kind and faithful in varying various ways. Um, various ways. And in this change is my invention spent. And this is the task that I expend all of my creativity on. You know, this is this is what I spend all of my time 
being creative about and and, and trying to, to 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 find different ways of of being creative. Three themes in one which wondrous scope affords. Three themes rolled up in one person which offers an amazing scope for poetic invention. The three themes of fair, kind and true. Fair, kind and true have often lived alone. Beauty, kindness and fidelity, that faithfulness, have often been divided into different people. You don't often find them in the same person. Which three, till now, never kept seat in one. But the three of them were never together in one person until now. Right. So. (laughs) So, first things first. One. To, 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 to be charged with, um, to, to be, have it, you know, to be, to be, to be worshipping an idol in the 16th century was not a, um, like wasn't like um a easy thing it, you know it wasn't something that you could just brush off that was blas- blasphemy um and that could get you into deep trouble in the 16th century you could get arrested for blasphemy and you could get yourself executed for blasphemy um christopher marlowe got uh, got arrested for blasphemy it was you know perhaps you know people talk about maybe that is one of the reasons why he died you know they don't re- you know that there was a conversation um nobody knows exactly why he died um and there were some papers some heretical papers that were found by his friend thomas kidd um and he said you know there were there were these papers that talked about um sort of denying um Jesus Christ and all of that kind of stuff and he Thomas Kidd actually said that they belonged to um uh Christopher Marlowe and on that basis Christopher Marlowe was picked up on blasphemy um now blasphemy was was really um thought of as something very very serious very serious um in those times and like i said before you didn't get a warning if you wrote something you would just be punished after you wrote it so the fact that Shakespeare is using the language of um, 
Christianity here is really dangerous, very dangerous. And the language that he's using is this fair, kind and true. So he's using this kind of language and saying that, you know, um, which is like a, like a, like this, this holy trinity language, you know, this fair, and he kind of repeats it um, a lot. Um, fair, kind and true is all my argument. Fair, kind and true, varying to other words. Um, th- um, three themes in one, which is wondrous scope affords. Fair, kind and true have often lived alone, which three till now never kept seat in one. Okay, which is like this holy trinity, uh, holy trinity, holy trinity, which is uh, the holy trinity is um, the Father, the Son, the Son, and the Holy Ghost, um, which you have in Christianity. But he's saying that there is this, this, um, this. Uh, um, this trinity that he's found in the um, fair youth, the f- the fair kind, fair kind, and uh, truth in the f- in the, on, in this fair youth, which is why um, he writes to him. And it's amazing because he has found these three things in the body of this one being. Um, Which is why he um, worships this and loves this young man. So, you know, he's saying, let my love not be called idolatry um, or that I treat my beloved as an idol show. Um, So maybe, you know, it sounds like that um, it sounds like he's, he's maybe been charged or somebody has said that he has been comparing the fair youth as an idol or worshipping the fair youth as an idol. Um, You know, or craziness and um, worshipping worshipping him in some sort of mad craziness way. Um, But he, you know, he's saying that he has his love is for this holy trinity of beauty, goodness and truth you know, faithfulness Um, and therefore that's what he's in love with, this beauty, goodness and truth and therefore it can't be idolatratoriousness which of course is a word Um, so um very risky very risky this sonnet
you know, I mean, there's nothing, it's not as, it's not as beautiful, I don't find this as beautiful as the sonnet before, I find this as a risky piece of work. Um, there's nothing amazingly poetic about it, but I do, you know, as a, as a piece of writing in the 16th century, this is risky. Um, yeah, definitely taking risks with his um, work. Um, and I wonder why he's doing that. You know, I wonder why he's taking those type of risks for one, the fair youth who we know has not shown fairness and kindness and faithfulness. Let alone, let alone you know, embodying it in one place. But there you go. As we know, uh, Shakespeare, as Beyonce has said, is crazy in love. You know, and she is an amazing person. Um, I think they'd probably get on, don't you? You know, Shakespeare and Beyonce. I think that I think that they could probably do a sort of duet. That'd be amazing. I think that'd be amazing. Absolutely amazing. Actually, there are there are these people who um, do um, sort of um, uh, they they rap um, um, Shakespeare, and they kind of do it really effortlessly, effortlessly. Um, and I must try and find it actually. Um, it's hip hop Shakespeare, and they kind of say that he's like the, the the first original rapper because they kind of do it from different. Um, they do sort of different beats, and it just flows. It's amazing. I'll try and find it. I'll find it and I'll put it onto the um, put it onto the website. It is amazing. Oh God. He, uh, the guy who does it is just brilliant absolutely fantastic um, so I reckon that if he was alive today that Shakespeare would be a rapper gotta say just gotta say that, well they also say that about Eminem the, the way that his that his raps flow that they are very Shakespearean just saying right okay so that's 105 um, okay so we're going to go on to somebody who is um, I was um, put onto this by uh, Mr. Davis actually. Um, it was a good friend of hers has just had a book published. Um, she is still she's a member of the community swing band. And she's got a book 
um, on Amazon if you're interested guys um, it's called live till you die and it, she's called Eleanor Mead and it says the blurb says Eleanor Mead has done many exciting things in her life she has flown helicopter solo been managing director of a foster agency addressed MPs at Westminster and owned a gorge in Yorkshire you know but gorge is like a like a, a valley in her 60th year she got on a bicycle and has since ridden hundreds of miles raising money for charity she's a daughter wife mother granny aunt friend and a pretty mean trumpet player and for over 20 years she has lived with incurable breast cancer um so that hence the title of her um book which is live till you die which is pretty um i think that's pretty inspirational don't you um so yeah i've chosen a a poem for you and it's called dad's email Um, yeah, and it's it's about sort of checking your... Every now and then you have to check your dad's memory as they get older. Okay. In order to check my, check my facts about my dad's memory regarding the FA Cup finalists, I texted Peggy. Dad doesn't do texts. He doesn't even use a mobile phone. Peggy asked why I needed to know. A not unreasonable question. So I texted back that I was writing poetry and there was one about him. Her exact reply was, he'll email this evening that he has a big smile on his face. XXX. That is evening he did email as promised remembering the cup winners from 1946 the first season after world war ii to circa 35 years ago is relatively easy though i would have a bit of trouble with the 1980s increasing years i have not been kind increasing years have not been kind to my memory and now I have to struggle somewhat from 1919 to the present is very difficult perhaps even impossible my best years are 1946 to say 1980 and I think I can still rattle off most of without much difficulty paradoxically The further I go back in time, the easier it is. I could even make a goodish stab at the 30s before the war intervened and stopped everything. This all sounds a bit confused, but I hope you get the general drift. And this is helpful. Love, D, X. As I read it, I heard the rhythm and lilt of my dad's voice. 
and without realising it, he had written his email in free verse. Now I know where I get it from. and I like that is um, not because of the um, not no you know actually my dad is really good at technical stuff and always has been he you know he taught himself how to use the computer um, you know back when computers were being invented he's that old um, you know all that kind of stuff but actually but it's just that I don't know about you, but I can always hear my my dad, my dad's voice in my head, and my mum's voice um, in my head, and and so you know, if I'm going to do something or other, um, I can hear their voices, and if it's kind of particularly, if I'm a bit concerned about it. Um, I, you know, I automatically can hear my mum or dad saying, mm, I'm not sure about that. Are you sure? Do you think that's a good idea? Um, and so I can automatically hear their voices in my head. Um, do, do you get that? Um, so, you know, that, that kind of thing of hearing the rhythm and the lilt of my dad's voice. Um, I really liked that. Yeah, I really like that. And then at the bottom of this, um, I found this poem as well. Um, And this is a bit more heartfelt. So I thought I'd read this to you. From mother to daughter. Sitting on her knee when I get home from school, rocking and cuddling and smelling her lovely smell. I have something to tell you. I have a lump in my breast. They're going to investigate, but don't worry. There's as much chance of a bus mounting the pavement and running me over as there is of it being cancer. I'm too young. Two years later, she is dead and I am motherless. that must be um, really difficult um, for her to have written one, obviously losing a mum but then also you know, the, the title of that poem is from mother to daughter obviously she's writing that with breast cancer so, you know, her mum's had breast cancer and now she's got breast cancer um, you know um it's really important that we we celebrate our family um, and make sure that that we make 
the most of, you know, our mums and our dads and our grandparents and whoever it is that's, that, um, that we're living our lives with. Um, because everything is, is so temporary. Um, and, you know, it's so special. It's such a special um, gift just to be alive, just, you know, just now. Just now. Um, and it's uh, just wonderful um, just to have health, um, you know. Um, so you know, I think, I think it's just so easy just to forget, um, how wonderful just normality is, um, and how lucky we all are to be with each other. Right, my lovelies. Um, yeah, uh, Sunday tomorrow. So I'm hoping for a good day tomorrow. Really hoping for a very nice day. Um, so I've got a bit of work to do, so I might do it, take my computer and do it in the garden. That'd be nice. Um, yeah, but um, yeah, I'll speak to you tomorrow. Um, hoping that you're okay. Stay in, apart from when you're out and about. Stay well and, you know, remember to hug your folks and your brothers and your sisters, um, you know, but obviously stay socially distant from everybody else and um, keep gorgeous. Stay gorgeous, that's what I say. Stay gorgeous. Yeah. And you take care. All right, my lovelies. Take care. Bye-bye.